Welcome to the Get Hungry Podcast, a show where we expand the bounds of what you see possible by exploring new topics each week to level up your thinking and cultivate your God-given potential. Hey, how you doing? I'm Josh and welcome to episode number four of the Get Hungry podcast. Now today, I'm going to be talking about something that I'm very interested in and very passionate about because it's a very important step that when taken and when utilized, you're a step closer to cultivating your God-given potential and that is habit systems. Now, before I do that, it's important to say that this is a topic that's definitely been covered by a lot of people. And so some of the things that I'm going to be sharing with you today are things which you may have heard before, but I'm just going to be sharing from my personal life. Now, like always, before we jump into the main content, let's start with the word of the week. And the word of the week this week is judicious. The definition of judicious is having, showing, or done with good judgment or sense. So not only is this a really cool word, but it's one that kind of relates to this week's topic, because I think in order to effectively establish habit systems within your life, you need to be very judicious in your approach. So that's the word for the week. So make sure that you make an effort to use that word or include that word within your vocabulary this week through conversations you have with other people and even just in your own thought life. Well, then let's jump straight into the topic. So habit systems. Now, for me, my definition of habits would be reoccurring actions, behaviors or tendencies or systems. And we'll talk about why I categorize that as systems later. But it's these actions, behaviors and tendencies that serve a specific purpose or assist in reaching a specific goal. Now, it goes a step further from here because there's two types of habits or two main categories of habits. The first is intentional habits, and these are generally harder to make and to implement into your life. But alongside intentional habits, there's also unintentional habits, and these are generally quite hard to break. They're things that just exist um, without you intentionally starting them or initiating them. And as I said, if they're things that you want to change, they can be quite tricky to do that. So that brings us to my first point, which in order to really utilize habit systems, I think it's important to audit your current actions. What this does is this formulates your foundation for habits. So before you can start implementing new habits and habit systems in your life, it's important to kind of audit your life as it is right now. And to do this, there are three questions that I would highly encourage you to ask yourself and to actually write your responses down because this can be very, very important. So the first question is, what am I currently doing that I want to continue doing? So obviously this allows you to sit back and identify what the habits are in your life currently and which ones you think, you know what, I actually like that. Let's continue doing that. That that habit or that behavior serves me. Next, I want you to ask yourself the question, what am I currently doing that I want to stop doing? This is a very important one too, because in order to ensure that the habits or behaviors in your life are serving you and supporting the values that you have in your life, 
So it's important to identify what you're currently doing that you want to stop doing so that you can actually be more inclined to stop doing them. Because like most things, recognition is the first step to taking action. So ask yourself, what am I doing that I want to stop doing? And thirdly, I want you to ask yourself, what am I currently not doing that I would like to start doing? And this is obviously where the habits stem from, this question right here. Now, this is probably the hardest one to ask. Sometimes you might be able to come up with some initial ideas and some things that you want to start doing. But this main question here, or this third question, is the foundation of all of my other points and how you can start to build habits in your life. So definitely just take the time, ask yourself these questions. And it's something that I've definitely done in my life as well. And I will continue to do because I guess you continue to build or establish habits unintentionally as well as intentionally in your life. So this needs to be sort of a continual process. Now by continual, I mean, I don't mean you have to do it every single day or week, like maybe once a month or once every couple of months, you figure out a time frame that works best for you. But it's good to continually be intentional about your behaviors and the habits that you have in your life so that you can continue to be the person that you want to be and that you were created to be. So once you've done this first step and you've audited your action, the next thing to do is solidify your goals and establish your habit systems. And this will probably take the most time. This is the most important step in terms of identifying what goals you have and what systems you can begin to implement to reach those goals. Now, an analogy that I have heard before and was very, very good, and I think can be applied to this, is what the difference between goals and systems. So a goal is something that you wish to reach or achieve. So it can be viewed as sort of like a destination. A goal is a destination that you want to reach. Now a system is a method or process for repeatedly achieving goals. So this can be seen as the mode of transport. So true potential can only really be reached when you not only have a desired destination, but you have a structured plan to get there. If you have a goal or something that you want to achieve, a destination that you want to reach, but you never have a plan, then that's pointless. So once you've identified the destination that you want to reach, you need to then figure out a way to formulate the best system or the best mode of transport for reaching that goal. You know, there's definitely different ways of reaching the same goal. Some are more effective and more efficient than others. And ideally, you'd like to find something that works best for you to reach that destination. And that's just it. You really need to make sure that you don't just mimic or copy habits or systems that other people are implementing and finding value in because that might not work with you. That might not resonate with you because you have a different set of values. Your approach to things is different. And so it's very important to not just mimic habits that you see other people doing, but really identify the type of person that you are and what the best mode of transport for you would be to reach that destination that you're hoping to reach. Now, after doing this activity, kind of formulating your foundation through auditing your actions and asking these questions, you've identified some destinations that you want to achieve and that really serve you and support the values that you have. 
you're going to want to start to implement all of those habits immediately. And I'm going to say it's very, very important to start with one because starting with one actually improves your chances of sticking to it. If you figure out five new habits that you want to implement, the first week might be okay, but after that, you'll find that you start slipping away. Because remember, changing reoccurring behaviors is actually difficult, or starting to implement new behaviors is also very difficult as well. So I would say it's very important to start with one. So for me, and I know I've sort of covered this before, but cold showers is a very, very great habit that's very beneficial for me, supports my values, because when I jump in that shower, it allows me to go through a difficult situation. It's not comfortable, and so I'm starting to make myself be comfortable in uncomfortable situations. So that's a really good habit that I've started, and I'd encourage you to maybe start as well. Um, but identify one change that you want to start with and work up from there. So the process that I've kind of identified to be very useful and effective is to firstly identify your desired destination. Once this is done, brainstorm or even research habits that you can start to implement in your day-to-day -day life that will eventually assist you in reaching the destination that you want to reach. Once you've come up with a list of possible habits that you can implement, I think it's important to review your current life schedule because you can come up with the perfect list, but if it doesn't align with your schedule, your work life, your hobbies and things like that, then it's never going to stick. So it's important to come up with this list, but then also to review your schedule in life and figure out which habits would work best for you. And in some cases, you may have to rearrange your schedule, or your current life schedule, and that's going to take obviously a lot more time. But if there's habits that you can start to implement into your current life schedule, whether it's wake up a little bit earlier or have a drink of water when you wake up so that way it hydrates you and gets you started and gets your mind to start to switch on after having a good night's sleep, it could be something little like that. But have a look at your schedule and look at these list of habits that you can implement. And then what you can do is you can identify where those habits meet or where they fit and what you can implement now. And then trial those habits for 30 days. You need to give yourself enough time to try a habit to evaluate, to see if it's something that sticks with you, something that's beneficial with, with you, or if it's something that I guess you need to look at changing. And I think about 30 days or a month would be a really good time frame for that. Um, I know myself, I have found that I've started habits and after a week or so, they've just fizzled out or I'm not as intentional about them. So at least if we firstly identify one habit that we want to implement and implement that habit for 30 days, we can kind of focus on that one habit for the whole month and just evaluate if it's working or not. If it is working, then maybe you can start to implement another habit and see how you go with those two. See if your first one is still sticking or if you're slipping in that and what needs to change. So if you were to ask me, well, how do I start to implement my habits? My statement to you would be build new habits one month at a time. And you do that through the process that I've just talked about. Another important factor to consider here is the three types of goals. 
First, we have one-off goals, and these are the sort of to-do list style goals. Now, the first example that comes to my head when it comes to one-off goals are bucket list items. You know, these are things which you want to do or destinations you want to reach. Once you've reached that, you can tick the box and that's done. So an example could be maybe you want to go on a hot air balloon. That's something that you want to do. That's a goal or a destination you want to reach. You can then work on implementing habits to help you save money. Once you have enough money for that, you can pay for that ticket. You can go on the hot air balloon. And after you've been on that ride and taken in the amazing experience, and I actually did do hot air ballooning. Um, my wife and I, we did it for our first year anniversary when we had a trip down to Byron Bay. And let me tell you, it was fantastic. I would highly, highly recommend. What an amazing experience. Definitely going to do it again. But that was a one-off goal. And now that we've done that we can tick that and that goal is just like a reoccurring goal I guess now now we want to go on another hot air balloon ride so we've popped that back on our list of goals or destinations to reach so one-off goals are typically enjoyment centered or they can also be sort of assignment centered you know like university and they say okay write a 2000 word essay on this topic here, that would be a goal that you need to work towards achieving and you do that by regularly providing yourself time to sit down, write that assignment. Once it's done, you submit it and you can kind of forget about it. And to be honest, that's what I did a lot during university. And I feel like a lot of people do. They work so hard at building this this um, this assignment or studying for this test. And then as soon as they've handed in that assignment or they've walked out of the testing room, you kind of forget everything. <laughs> so it's a little bit pointless. But anyway, um, I digress. Um, so one-off goals are typically enjoyment-centered or assignment-centered. Now, they're great to have, and I definitely think that everyone should have one-off goals, but I would say you need to make sure you have some of the other types of goals as well. If all of your goals are one-off goals, I think that's not really beneficial for you because it doesn't really give you something to continually work towards. But what it does do is it builds, I guess, time management skills, especially if it's like an assignment or something related to that, it, build, it builds the skill of time management because you need to prioritize time in your schedule to dedicate to achieving that goal. So that's the first type of goal. The second type of goals that you can have are continuance goals. Now, these are probably the trickiest type of goal to identify um, and also, I guess, to continue because they sort of merge from being a one-off goal to then the third style of goal that I'm going to go into afterwards. And you'll see why once I begin talking about goal number three. But these are the type of goals, continuance goals, that is, that evolve. So an example could be buying a house. Now, initially, that might seem like a one-off goal because once you've bought that house, you can then tick the box and that house is bought. But you'll find that it's something that sort of evolves into other goals because once you have the house, you then need to maintain the house, keep it tidy, keep it clean, stay on top of any breakages, plumbing, mowing the lawn. There's lots of different things that you have to do in order to keep this goal, which is the house that you've now bought in top shape and in a state where you can live comfortably within it. And so upkeep is required for continuance goals. 
The third style of goal is lifestyle goals. And these are commonly the first type of goal that comes to mind when you think of goals. And that's because they are goals that aim to intentionally change the way that you live. Again, upkeep is required, but these are the type of goals like living a fit and healthy lifestyle or being a more productive person. You know, it's a goal that can't necessarily be ticked off the list once it's achieved because it requires continual upkeep. You know, one of the top New Year's resolutions is I'm going to start going to the gym this year. That's a lifestyle goal because it's something that you need to continue to maintain. And if you start to slip in this area, you then will technically not be living a fit and healthy lifestyle if you're not going to the gym and you're sitting on the couch eating potato chips all day. Like, <laughs> But generally, I would say that lifestyle goals are a good place to start, either this or continuance goals. And that's because the habit systems required to reach these goals or these destinations are more of a continuum. So they introduce you to this whole idea of implementing habit systems that now become a regular part of your life. The next step is to commit yourself to one of these habit systems and regularly remind yourself of why you're doing it. So when you're in the process of determining your goal, it's very, very important that you actually question your why. Don't just say, look, I want to live a fit and healthy lifestyle, and so I'm going to start to work out. Identify why you want to have a fit and healthy lifestyle and what that looks like for you. Because remember, you need to be specific to you. Your goals should support your values. And so if you're starting to implement habits that reach a goal that doesn't support your values, then you're sort of setting yourself up for failure. It's something that you're never really going to commit to. So like for me, I have set the goal that I want to live a fit, functional and healthy lifestyle. And a term that I love to use when explaining this is something that I've got from Ross Edgeley, and that's general physical preparedness. So that's not training for any specific thing or event, but training so that I'm generally physically prepared for anything. So I'll definitely do an episode later on about my fitness goals and the process that I have set in place to reach that. Uh, but basically, having this goal of living a fit, functional and healthy life actually shapes the type of workouts that I do, how regularly I do them, and it makes me more mindful of what I'm fueling my body with. So you need to be quite intentional about the goals and make sure that it's something that actually supports your values. So once the habit is formulated, you need to commit. And that's why it's very, very good to commit. So once the habit is formulated, it's very important that you commit to that habit. And that's why committing to a new habit for 30 days or a month is very, very important because it gives you a time frame to it gives you a time frame to reach. And after that 30 days, you can then reevaluate to see if it's something that you want to continue or if it's something that I guess just didn't really work for you and turns out isn't something that supports your values. So for me, with this podcast, I committed to weekly podcasts for the next 10 weeks to evaluate if this is something that I want to continue. So it doesn't mean that after 10 weeks, boom, I shut it down. After 10 weeks, I'll reevaluate to see, is this something I want to continue? And chances are it definitely is going to be. And so I'm going to continue that.
So I guess some other things or some other habits which I have sort of committed to continuing is cold showers, working out three times a week. This is something that for me has been very valuable and I've been able to keep up with. Um, ideally, I would like to train for more, but for three days, for the time being, I feel like it's very, very achievable. And so I'm going to continue that. Um, church on Sundays as well, that's sort of a non-negotiable. And I guess that's another thing too. Once you formulated a habit and you're like, yes, this is something that I want to continue doing, or this is something that I need to continue doing so that I'm regularly supporting my values and the lifestyle that I want to live, you can then turn them into non-negotiables. Now, everything doesn't qualify for a non-negotiable, but for me, church on Sunday is a non-negotiable. So after implementing your habits, very, very important to review your progress. So definitely that initial review can be a month after starting it to evaluate if it's something that you want to continue. But eventually this could even be weekly. It could be bi-monthly. Figure out a time frame that works best for you. But it's very, very important to continually reevaluate so that you can remind yourself of why you're doing that habit, why this is a system that's a part of your life. And if it's something that does actually continue to serve you or if you need to alter it or change it at all. So once set, be mindful of why it exists. And something that I've found to be very valuable, something I've come across lately is creating a short phrase that justifies your habit. So something that when you're feeling unmotivated or you don't feel like doing it, or um, even when you're doing it, you can remind yourself to kind of give yourself that extra push to continue doing what it is that you're doing or whatever that habit system entails. And so for me, there's a couple of habits that I want to implement and I'm in the process of trying to come up with a phrase that I can say to continue or increase my chances of actually living out that habit system. And the first one is stretching and recovery. This is something that I haven't really done as much as I probably should, but I definitely need to continue doing this and make it more of a habit because it's very, very beneficial. So a little phrase that I could say is, when I stretch, I feel fresh. Another good phrase that you can start to use is all in. And we discussed this last week. It's something that really just helps you get your mind over limitations and limiting beliefs when you're trying to pursue something. So you can tell yourself, I'm a person who goes all in and you can go all in with whatever it is that's in front of you. Alternatively, three, two, one, go is another phrase that you could start to use. Um, and I actually use this when I'm working out and I'm on the last set and I just don't seem to have the energy. I kind of tell myself three, two, one, and I'll smash out that exercise. Another great one that I was actually chatting with a friend about, and it's a phrase that he's kind of been living by for the last couple of years, is making recklessly fast decisions. And this really overcomes indecisiveness. So when you're faced with a decision and you don't know what the answer is, or you just can't make your mind up, Actively telling yourself that you're a person who makes recklessly quick decisions and pursuing that is a great way. Or even taking on board the coin flip method, which is something that I want to start implementing, where you take a coin around with you intentionally and when faced with the decision, you pull the coin out and flip it. And by the time it lands in your hand, you have to give yourself an answer and actively pursue that answer that you give. Well, that just about wraps up this episode. Hopefully you were able to get some value out of this concept of habit systems. So a quick summary, make sure that you audit your actions 
And this formulates the foundation for your habit systems. So ask yourself the three questions. What am I currently doing that I want to continue doing? What am I currently doing that I want to stop doing? And what am I currently not doing that I want to start doing? After you've done this little activity, you then need to solidify your goals and establish your habit systems. And when doing this, you can identify which of the three types of goal your goal is. Is it a one-off goal? Is it a continuance goal? Or is it a lifestyle goal? Remember to build new habits one month at a time. So commit to a habit for 30 days and then review. And in that review, if it's something that you want to continue, think about if it's something that can become a non-negotiable or if it's just a habit that you want to continue pursuing in your life. And finally, be intentional about setting these habit systems. Once you've set them, commit to them and really just give them time to take effect in your life and constantly remind yourself of why these habits are important to you and how they support your values. And a good way of doing this is to formulate phrases that remind you when you feel unmotivated or derailed. Well, that's some thoughts that I have on this whole idea of habit systems. Hopefully you were able to get some value or have at least provided you with some thoughts that you can think about and hopefully start to implement and utilize in your life. Now, before I go, I'd love to leave you with a quote that I'm sure you've probably heard before, but it's definitely very powerful. And that is, we become what we repeatedly do. So definitely make sure that you're intentional with what habits you set in place because this will shape who you become. Well, thanks for listening to the Get Hungry Podcast and I'll see you again next week right here on the Get Hungry Podcast. Have a good week.